Hello and welcome back to The Slice Show. This is the 37th episode of The Slice Show. My name is Joey and I'm here with two of my best friends, Adrian. Yo! And Tyler. What's up? And today we're going to be getting into all the crazy stuff that happened in the NBA on the trade deadline that happened today. So They're playing basketball. Exactly. Hey, where's exactly. that sound at, bro? How come we don't got that queued up? We need to uh, copyright. Hey, bro, low key, yeah, copyright. Hey, but I say, got the uh, heat jerseys on today. Let's say representing the new uh, earned jerseys. They dropped like last yeah. week. Mine came in the mail today. Had to get exactly. it before they sold out, but looks nice. Couldn't get the one of the the numbered ones that were signed by Pat Riley, the owner. That would be uh, clean. Coach Bolstra. Instead, I got number like three thousand eight hundred. Wait, wait, wait. Something. What you mean? They like randomly like put signed ones in? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Number number six, twelve, and thirteen. That's it. Just three of them. Well, yeah, like, three championships the, that we yeah, had. Our championship years. Yeah, but like, wow. Like, mm-hmm. well, so you have a three in like six thousand chance of getting one. Yeah, I mean that was, was kind of that was kind of announced like later. Like at first, it was more just like, "Hey guys, like we're doing a six thousand like six thousand jersey drop. Like you should go after it. It's gonna be limited. It's our championship edition jerseys. Like this is our first like collectible jersey that we're dropping. And then like a couple of days later, they were just like, "Oh, by the way, there's gonna be three jerseys. This number, this number, this number. They will be signed by uh, the owner, coach, and executive. Yeah. And then the day before." They came out with a one of one D Wade, a one of one Ray Allen, a one of one Chris Bosch, and a one of one Alonzo Mourning in the yellow. And then they put them at an auction for charity, I believe. But each jersey started at two hundred and fifty dollars. But I'm pretty sure it was signed by the respective player. Yeah, so I'm, I'm sure they each sold, you know, at least in. The, but I'm pretty sure the they were numbered one of one. Yeah, which yeah. is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. So like. To get my hands on one of those would have been sick, but I don't have that would have been insane. A couple thousand dollars, so a couple thousand. I say Wade's probably went for like twelve or fourteen. I was yeah. more looking like Alonzo Morning, which is more like realistic. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. Probably like three, four K. Yeah, but let's no, say yeah, I definitely think it looks a lot better in person than it did on like the ad run that they did. Uh, I mean, even like on court, it looked a lot better than the ad run. I just realized. Do you think we're gonna have these printed out to wear? Like, what happens when we wear them again? With um, like Victor Oladipo. Oh, we don't we don't have these made for him. You think they'll run? Uh, I Are don't they gonna wear them again? Wait, so like how, no. Like, so he was saying like, do you think since they already ran the like ran out of those since there's only like six thousand something made, do you think that they'll do another run of just one of them just for Victor Oladipo since he wasn't on the team? Not even not nah. even that. Do we like? I don't know if we plan on wearing them again on the court. I'm I don't sure. Think so. No, I'm sure we will. But if we do. How do we incorporate Victor and Nemenja? Like we they, don't. How do we? Him. I mean, we'd have to. Make, say they, no, they would wear them. They would have to wear them because yeah. I mean they're on the team. Well, they yeah. can't wear like it wouldn't be half the team wearing that and then the other half the team wearing like this. But then they, yeah, that does raise the question though, kind of like how do you then like sell it? Like would you have? Well, no, 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 you wouldn't sell them. No, you wouldn't sell them. Just like just like every player on our team didn't have a jersey that you could buy like that, right? Well, that is true. Like, I'm sure you couldn't go and buy a precious gold jersey. You could. You Actually, could? Word. The whole yeah. roster. Word. Down to Udonis Haslam. Really? I mean, UD's not surprising because, like, he's... Udonis UD, Haslam was the only player that was still available to buy after, yeah. like, 30 minutes of yeah, a yeah. drop. <laughs> but say, UD, was still, UD was still available when we were on Xbox later that night, remember? Yeah. Sad. Um, so that was sad. Which there was like, only, like, two left, though. But, um... 
But nah, I was about to say, so it's like... I would have bought a UD one. I feel like that's kind of cool to have. That is kind of cool, honestly. I, I would say my fr- uh, John, Johnny wanted a UD one for the culture. Really? Kind of like that. Like a, like a for the culture yeah, type thing. Oh, yeah. for sure. Cool I was about to say, it's kind of like how you got the Jimmy one, because like Jimmy was the one who like kind of brought us there. Yeah, some meaning to it. Exactly. Not just kind of like, oh, I like this player. Exactly, yeah. Especially for like a jersey that's not just like a normal jersey. I was about to say, like, I fuck with Bam a lot, so it's like, this is just like a dope jersey to have. I say, um, and speaking of big men, like I was thinking about this the other day and I was debating whether Bam or like Nick Vucevic uh-huh. was better. Yeah. With due to the fact of like the recent how we lost the magic or we lost the Suns and then the magic beat the Suns. Yeah. Granted, that will granted that will never be happening again due to the fact that yeah. Aaron Gordon's now gone. Yeah. Nick Vucevic is now gone. Yes. Evan Fournier is now gone. Uh-huh. Holy crap! And Gary Clark's now gone. Wow. Yeah. So, so where's the no, magic? The, the magic are in rebuild mode. The magic like are in full rebuild. Yeah. The mode. magic are in 2022. Not even. Like they're probably. just thinking ahead. <laughs> like yeah. they are done with this year. They're done with everything. Yeah. I was gonna say they got a lot of picks. Got a lot of picks probably. That's like the Thunder. Yeah. The Thunder, the Thunder have, have 34 shit ton picks. 34 picks in, seven in years, the next right? seven yeah. years. Yeah. It. It kind of makes you think, like, are draft picks valuable in the NBA? Uh, like, how, like, the real question is. One million percent. Me, personally, how valuable is a second round pick in the NBA? Well, when you say it like that. <laughs> well, because, like, think about it. Think about it. Like, you think about the NFL. Yeah. There's seven rounds. Mm-hmm. People look at draft capital up until probably the third round. Yeah. Third round to first round, you're sitting there with, okay, this pick is worth a player on my roster. Yeah. In the NBA, I feel like all a second round pick is, and there's not even there's no third, there's no fourth round. In the yeah. NBA, it's almost like the second round picks, they're just kinda like, eh, here you go. Like, yeah. Like yeah. here's the player. It's just like a cherry on top of the Here's the sense. meat yeah. of the trade. Here's a couple second rounders. Just to like make you really want it. So like does having thirty four draft picks like really like like are the thunder like are thunder fans like safe like you know what I mean like, like I think we're in you good said hands. It, you said it's split evenly seventeen and seventeen earlier off 17, podcast right seventeen first rounders and seventeen, 17 second. second rounders let us say so like the seventeen first are definitely huge that's huge so like yeah I do think that the the, the thunder fans that are out there that are still there I definitely think that there is light at the end of the tunnel like within the hand within a handful of years but. That's also if they don't fuck it up, because they could. You know what I mean? It could be... I mean, it, it's a lot harder to when you have that many, like, draft picks. But, obviously, there still is that chance. But, getting back to the Heat, with all the trades that they've been doing recently, what's their starting five now? Now that they have Victor and... Uh, who else did they just add to? Nemenja Belenka. Yeah. Say, for anyone who does not know, Kings power forward, really good score. So yeah, what's your projected starting five? What who, who do you think like was going to be running where? We'll so, go to Tyler after you. Moving forward, I think Eric Spolster is going to incorporate Tyler Hero fully in point guard. Really? Yes. Okay. Just for the sheer fact that we do not need more veteranship in the starting lineup okay. with Victor Oladipo, Jimmy Butler. Yeah. I feel like we do not need another perimeter, like a perimeter presence. I feel like we can save that for the bench. Yeah. Because then we would rock with Tyler, Victor, Jimmy, Nemenja, and Bam. With the bench unit incorporating Goran, Duncan, Kendrick, 
precious. Dun- Duncan can go back now to his actual position of small forward, yeah. not playing shooting guard and being pressured. So then you have Gorin running point, dictating everything as a veteran leadership should. With Duncan, you have Precious, you have um, Kendrick as your second scoring option. Our backup center is kind of questionable. Yeah, I really couldn't tell you. We'd have to play probably Precious at center, and then Andre Iguodala as backup four. Yeah, as we have been doing. Mm-hmm. I don't like doing that. Yeah, but I mean, our next best option is Trevor Ariza rotating in. So I like the way we're moving. I do believe though that. A Goran Dragic trade for Kyle Lowry would have been pretty good. Yeah, but we would have had a two-year, twenty-five million plus a year deal to go with it. That's why I didn't end up. That's why Lowry didn't say, end no, up that, leaving. That's uh, why we didn't Toronto. get him exactly. I was like, because oh. that because that deal was added on top of it. It wasn't something where like, oh, we can still trade for him, but then just not re-sign him. Like, no, that was it was going to be a sign and trade deal. Where like, like how when LeBron came to the Heat. It was a sign and trade. It yeah. wasn't. It wasn't four, in free four agency. Year extension immediately. Exactly. So it would have been the same thing. Lowry would have gotten a, an extension in Toronto and then got traded down. Because so they're like, let's say Toronto's cab room's a lot more, uh, a lot more flexible than ours since we yeah. had to give Bam the super max, which kind of sucks and it doesn't suck. Super bag. Yeah. Like. Yeah. I always, I'm always against giving players the super max unless it's a top ten player in the league. Yeah, this is like yeah. solidified. So like, yeah. no disrespect to Bam, but He's not solidified yet. Bam, yeah, but I say Bam's not leading a team by himself. It's and like we gave he's him, getting there. He's getting yeah. closer. I hope by the end of his contract, it can be Bam leading the team and not Jimmy Butler, like yeah. asking for help. Yeah, yeah. Because like Jimmy Butler's putting up this like very silent MVP caliber season. I've been saying that. Not I have saying been, he's not. Bro, he will be disrespected in the race. Oh, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Like I don't expect him to go and win MVP, but I've been saying for for like a couple weeks now. You can vouch for me that, bro, Jimmy Butler MVP, bro. Now he can be inserted in the conversation if we can get Victor Oladipo back and healthy. He's been healthy, hasn't he? He. That's why like, I say both. Yeah, because if like he's been bouncing around either with injury bugs. Or just not being able to fit in. Yeah. Like the Pacers, it was an awkward fit with TJ Warren and Malcolm Brogdon because I mean he was almost an all-star there though. He was, yes, yeah. but it's it's almost like an awkward fit for him. I feel yeah. like he I feel like he hasn't found a team where he's at home. Like the Pacers were good with him because they had a lot of talent. Hey bro. That's what the Heat do though. I mean, hopefully what Jimmy Butler say, felt exactly. Victor can feel. About to say it's it's a contagious like, exactly. When you go down and everybody's goal is the same, it's to win. It's it's like there's nothing that is done in Miami that isn't to get closer to a championship. And that gets very contagious. You saw it happen with Jimmy when he came down. That's why he fell in love there. Because he never had that anywhere else, he felt like. Where everything that was ever being done in the building business-wise was to win a championship. It's why it, Miami does not look to rebuild. It's why it's why it didn't work in Philly for Jimmy. It's why it didn't work in Minnesota for Jimmy. It's why Chicago Minnesota ended up falling a, apart. Minnesota is a very weak franchise. Yeah, definitely. Like, yeah, ownership of that franchise needs to be changed. So yeah, one hundred percent. Like what? Like what direction are they heading in? Like they're just getting first round pick after they're first like, round pick. They like they're like holding on to the last like. 
to the last like little like regime, not not like necessarily like player wise, like in trying to keep Carl Anthony Towns and they keep trying to like, build around Carl Anthony Towns, but it doesn't work. It Carl keeps Anthony not Towns working. is not leading your franchise. Nah. As great as a scorer as he yeah. is, he's not a franchise guy. Yeah, one hundred percent. He's really not. No. And I say, and they're not making any moves. Like, especially like speaking of the Timberwolves, they didn't make any moves but lose people. Yeah. In free agency. Yeah. Like they're not doing anything, and the West is getting like scary, scary, like and competitive. No, the West is the dominant like conference. I must say, you have powerhouses that are making moves in the in the West. You have the Clippers acquiring Rajon Rondo, which yeah. I feel like is super small, but oh, I feel it's, like it's going to go so unnoticed. Well, people are saying it's huge because of the fact that he was on the Lakers team last year, and he knows like how that Lakers team works. It ain't even the Lakers. On the inside. It's not even the Lakers team. It's the fact that he has playoff experience, and like he's now on a team that needs that. Yeah, I completely agree. So... Anyways, now moving on uh, to the Orlando Magic again, like to like dive After, into that a little bit more. You mean the dissection, yeah, of the Orlando Magic? Yeah, so I say Vucevic is in Chicago with Zach Levine now for two first rounders. Yeah, and for um, yeah for two first rounders, and I believe like Daniel Gafford. No, Daniel Gafford's to the Wizards. Yeah, some other big man on uh-huh. the bench of the Magic. Yeah, but they were people were saying how Zach Levine finally has a good big man to work with. Not and, even a not even Vucevic, a good big man. And Vucevic finally has a good perimeter guy to work with. It was the fact that the it was the fact that they sent Wendell Carter. My apologies. It was the fact that the Magic sent Wendell Carter or the yeah. Bulls sent Wendell Carter to the Magic, which is good. Uh-huh. Let's say I feel like the Magic, despite losing everybody, they acquired youth. I feel like Wendell 100%. Carter is going to be a solid center. You like that move? I believe so. Yeah. I say I think it's a good move to start. I think that the fact that they get rid of a potential like all NBA second third team guy, I yeah. mean they replace it with with quality youth. Yeah. And the Bulls, like you mentioned perfectly, like Zach Levine finally has a second guy to help him out. A big man to work with. Kobe White's great. Yeah. Laurie Markinen's great. Mm-hmm. Daniel Gafford on the bench is great. Are, but these are two guys that'll go and drop 30 a night. But and I say, instead of role players, yeah. Zach Levine now has help. Like, yeah, yeah. real help. Yeah, Chicago's back on the map again a little bit. They're right Especially outside, in the East, They're too. right outside of the playoffs. Right now. But they're going to bump somebody out. I was about to say, they're, they're going to make it in, though, now. I really wish they would have gotten Lonzo Ball. I saw that, that rumors. Yeah. And then speaking of rumors, because the moment they got Vucevic... The report came out that they were going to pursue or they have a package ready to offer for Lonzo. Same thing with the Heat, where the moment we acquired Victor, a buyout occurred in San Antonio and we were supposed to sign LaMarcus Aldridge instead of Nemenja in the trade for, I believe it was um, Kelly Olenek. No, for Chris Silva and for um, our second rounders. Uh But that fell through. I wonder why. I don't know, but I would have loved, loved to have seen Lamarcus Aldridge on the Heat. Yeah, because that's someone that embodies winning, and not only that, Nemenja isn't gonna groom. He would fit precious. the culture. He would fit the culture very well. Let me say, Lamarcus is a perfect person to grab Precious and put him under the wing. Yeah, like Bam is great, but Bam's twenty three years old. Ud. 
UD, I feel like UD is even beyond that. Like well, UD is no, solely I'm, there to I just I was about to say, like, I'm more so looking at UD as like a coach. Like somebody who can like sit there and is still on the roster technically, so is still there like in the practice, not like coaching at the practice and stuff, and is able to sit there and work one-on-one with Precious and stuff like that, who is like the same body type in a sense and like the same like... You know what I mean? No, it's it's definitely close. Like in a sense, it's the same. It, they are very similar in what they do. Under, yeah. Undersized power forwards that pick and roll and rebound the ball. Exactly. But I say like they they fit their style. I was about of play to say, together. and I feel like when when UD was in his prime, like he was doing that really really well. No, he was. But I feel like the fact that Udonis Haslam is like forty, yeah. and he hasn't played no. in a game yeah. since probably a year and a half ago. If not longer than like, that. I honestly could not tell you the last, last time yeah. Udonis Haslam legitimately played Checked minutes. In. Yeah. Like, we've, we've probably played him, like, game 82 of the season for the last minute as, like, yeah. yo, thank you, fans. Yeah, yeah, but, like, 100%. I was about to say, as a Heat fan, maybe call me a casual or a fake or something, but I cannot name you the last time Eric Spolstra looked for Udonis Haslam to, like, win us a game. Yeah, neither can I. Like, I might be a casual fan, too, but, like, I don't remember the last time UD was fucking clocked in for minutes. Yeah, no. Uh, basically, we just, we just throw him in there whenever we need a technical foul real quick, so. <laughs> Not even that, man. Like, he doesn't even suit up, I feel like. No, he does. He, no, you I mean, he, he throws, just, he he throws on the tracksuit. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. he stays up in the warm-ups. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. I mean, dude, he's, he's pretty much literally coach. on our roster as, say, he's, as, as a coach. As yeah, assistant pretty much. coach. Yeah, yeah. But... He's a if player we need coach. him to go punch someone real quick. He's always about yeah, it. He's he's a player coach, but um, another Jawan Howard type deal. But, anyways, back to the other Florida team, the Magic. Just for a second to branch off to the Nuggets, which in the Aaron Gordon trade. Say, yeah, that the weird. I think yeah. the I think the weirdest move of the day. Yeah, definitely. Which they also went and got Javale McGee though. That Nuggets. makes sense. They they needed yeah. help. Yeah, it's, had, just, it's weird because Aaron Gordon on the Magic's all we know. Yeah, which he, he I was about to say he's the one that like came out and requested the trade yeah. too. So he it's requested. Like, yeah, it's been pretty stagnant over there for a while. He, yeah, he requested. They've always been a good first round team, you know, kind of first round yeah. out. But yeah. like, that's the like the thing with Aaron Gordon is the reason why I say it's such a weird fit is they kind of already have him on the Nuggets and in Paul Millsap. The, the scrappy, the scrappy small forward that can play power forward. He can rebound you the ball, play down low in the post, can shoot if he's open, can dunk the ball. It's like Aaron Gordon is just a younger version of Paul Millsap. So what's gonna happen to Paul Millsap now? You think that's why I think it's so weird because like who's moving to the bench? Who's moving to power forward? Who's playing small forward? How does the offense work? Since your point guard's technically Nikola Jokic, who's a center. <laughs> yeah. So it's like this team's offense just got very whack. weird. Well, it's always been weird. Because Nikola Jokic is going to be able to throw the ball now to Aaron Gordon and run the ball that's with kinda, Jamal that, Murray. That's kind of OP. I say, lie. like, they're going to yeah. be able to be quick. That's kind of broken. Like, the fact that you have a center who's averaging 11 rebounds a game and an 8 assists a game being able to just kind of grab rebounds and throw it now to Aaron Gordon. But then where does Paul Millsap fit in? Because he's the he's the old, I think he's the oldest player on the roster. I would assume so. And he has the most championship experience. So it's like you're not just going to look at Paul Millsap and just be like, "Yo, we have this here. new guy like Asaloego." Yeah. Asaloego to the bench maybe. 
that's the thing. It's almost like, do they now just have crazy depth, or do we see some like death? I would call that crazy death. I feel like Paul Millsap and whoever they have, uh, my, Paul Millsap and Michael Porter Jr. is a really good bench. Okay, yeah. I did forget about MPJ. But I say like yeah. that's a really yeah. good bench now, unless yeah. they go with this like unless MPJ gets moved to the bench and they go Aaron Gordon, Paul Millsap to start, but then like. MPJ is your best shooter out of your forwards. Their entire roster is kind of unorthodox. And their coach is like like Mike Malone. It's almost like <laughs> that whole team. Kill Mike. That whole team to me just screams the like six seed that they are. I mean, yeah. Well, you see it with these unorthodox rosters. They tend not to really go anywhere. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like having a center run point is kind of cool. It's a cool idea. Right, but it's like, how long can that stay up for? But say, I mean, we're seeing him put up MVP numbers, but they're only the sixth seed. Like, they're not even one of the four best teams when in the was West. Last, when was the last time a big man has led his team to a ship? Uh, a sole big man leading a team to a chip is Dwight Howard in 09. That's what I'm saying. Over, I'm a, say, over a decade. Joel Embiid would have definitely done it this year if he didn't fracture his foot. Yeah. Like Joel, yeah, Joel Embiid was playing out of this world. I was about to say, he was, yeah. he was like leading MVP, too. He was 100% my MVP. Yeah. Now, yeah, he said on the last basketball podcast. Yeah, like yeah. He, he 100% would have been mine, like yeah. without a doubt. We've yeah. seen a lot of weird injuries this, this season so far. LaMelo. LaMelo. I'd say LaMelo since LeBron. our last episode. Yeah. AD. Yeah. The Lakers are actually competing. Eh, I wouldn't say competing. I'm actually going to like. Run that back turbo. They were. They're competing. not really competing without LeBron and AD. They're in games, but they're kind of getting their ass kicked. Yeah. It's, well, take say, two, take the two best players off any team. I was gonna say they are the two top players on that team. I say, and two of the top players in the league. I was gonna say you saw so, what happened when Jimmy and fucking Bam were off the Heat. Yeah, look how he got our shit whacked. Yeah, I'm gonna say with them, even with them back, we're kind of struggling a little bit. Hopefully, yeah. these trades kind of open up all the problems that we've had. Yeah, 100. I do. I do really hope that. Yeah, because we we would need we need it we need it. I don't like this. Jimmy's time. worn down, you know. That's why I feel like this Victor Oladipo trade will open things up. Huge help, and Hopefully. we need help on the defensive side, anyways. One hundred percent. He's gonna be a lot more defense than we have now. And it's just like that grit and grind, like we always talk about with the Heat. There are the a lot heat, of shooters that the Heat have. Well, we had a lot of shooters. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of shooters, I want to say shooters every, don't play defense. Speaking of shooters, though, the Celtics. Now have shooters. Yeah, well, the Celtics, Celtics used to have shooters. No, no, they have shooters now. Now they do. Yeah. Got rid of Daniel Tice. Good to the Bulls. So the Bulls now have a backup center. That's actually not bad. That's they, a that's a they, really they good that. move. Yeah, they needed that. Let's say Bulls get rid of Wendell Carter and Daniel Gafford. They get rid well, of Wendell both. Carter is going to hurt him a little bit. But you replace him with Nikola Nikola Vucevic. You replace him with a potential All NBA caliber player. Right. So that they won that. Yeah, wow. Hold on. Yeah, they replaced, <laughs> they, they replaced Daniel Gafford and Wendell Carter with Daniel Tice and Nikola Vucevic. Wow. How? I, that, I don't know. Okay. I mean, they kind of sacrificed their draft. But, I mean, all right. Kobe White and Vucevic. I mean. that uh, That's why I kind of wanted Lonzo there, though. Like you said, Kobe White. Yeah. But, like, that was my main reason because that would open that whole team up. Yeah. That team would be perfect. Offseason still. Isn't this the end of his deal? That's why, like, there are so many trade rumors because this is the end of his contract or something. For um, Lonzo. 
Honestly, I don't really know what's going on with Lonzo's contract. I th- I th- I'd I imagine this is last year. Yeah, 2021. Mm-hmm. He was drafted in 2017. This is the last year of his, of rookie, yeah. of his rookie contract. I was about to say, so there's Holy always crap, the offseason. Rookie contract? Well, what? I'm pretty sure the way a rookie contract works, it's two plus two. So it's like two years, two team, two team options or whatever the fuck it is. Something like that. NBA contracts are so weird. But I say the Pelicans probably yeah. kept extending him because now he's in a hit free agency and easily make close to, to 30 paid. mil. No, yeah. no, no. He's going to make close to 30 mil because people now respect him as one of the best perimeter lockdowns at the point guard position. I mean, yeah. LeVar did well. Yeah. With two of them. Yeah. <laughs> D'Angelo just bought a $6 million home. Yeah, yeah I did see that. <laughs> But I like, I said, I like how the uh, they're all doing well. I like Homie's how still in the G League. The whole no, premise, no, no. No. no, the whole premise of that like IG video I saw was how Le, it was pretty much Lamelo. It was pretty much like Lamelo or not Lamelo, uh, Leangelo flexing the fact that like, yo, I might not be in the NBA, but I'm straight. Like, yeah. I'm not like I'm, I'm not, not behind. I'm not a bum. Yeah, like, like I'm not behind. Like y'all might think. Like trust yeah. me, I'm living lavish. Like that. I thought that was kind of like cool, but kind of like whoa, okay. Well, yeah, I mean, I think it was just him showing his dad his house. You know what I mean? Like, look, dad, like, I'm, I'm not balling like my two brothers, but I got this. I mean, shit, he's probably doing better than Lamelo, for now. I don't uh, know about that. Lamelo's yeah. first car was it was a was a Lambo. So, hey, <laughs> that and Lamelo got them endorsements. Even if his contract ain't crazy, he got those endorsements, yeah. bro. You think Lamelo gonna be a Nike athlete? Yo, is no. he not already? No, he won't be Nike. Oh no, big baller nope. brand. No. Oh no, he won't shit! Be yeah, man either. No, because Lonzo ripped them not that long ago on, on, on an interview. Really, really, saying, saying how how he was going through about four pairs of shoes a game. He had to keep on switching them because they were breaking on the court. Word. Yeah. That's not a good look. No, That's especially not a good when, look when I say your correct me if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure Lamelo is uh, Puma. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he I've is. I've seen this. Yeah, this new yeah. wave with Kyle Kuzma, DeAndre Ayton. Yeah, but I said Puma and Converse are making a big push for younger guys right now. New Balance, too, is like pushing and for a lot of they people, They have Kawhi. Too. And yeah, like Kawhi. Kawhi is like the head like the head yeah. in that. But I mean, I say, don't they have another a couple other people, though? Not that I know of. I'm I'm know, sure. I know they pretty much gave Kawhi the bag to kind yeah. of ensure oh, 100%, themselves a face, yeah. like a face athlete. The claw. Yeah, the claw. Yeah. I would say, I'm pretty sure LaMelo Ball... But yeah, I was say, but back to the um, back to the Bulls getting two new starting centers. Yeah, I was say, and then back with the rest of free agency, bring them back up whoa, again. Whoa, what? Lamelo Ball's Puma deal is worth a hundred million. Yeah, I told what you. The? I told you, homie's chilling, bro. I told you, homie's chilling wow. off endorsements wow. alone, bro. Wow. Just wait until yeah. he gets Lamella paid. Lamelo Ball's Puma shoe deal is reportedly worth a hundred million, according yeah. to Gerald Flores of Esquire. Yeah, I think it's it's Puma, Flores bro. Also That's not wrote, surprising. wrote that Ball will have access to the Puma private jet. That's, that's kind of like, I don't know why the hell we need to know that, but I guess that's kind of cool. It's probably just in his contract. His public <laughs> the titles of all the reports should just say, Lamella Ball is Puma deal worth $100 million, jet included. <laughs> I mean, so then backtrack on my question, is he going to be the face of Puma? No. Uh, he won't be the face of it. Face of, Puma, who, face of Puma basketball. That's who's the that face means. of Puma basketball right now then? I mean, shoot. Like, right Kyle, now, probably Kyle Kuzma. I think Lamelo can easily surpass that. Yeah, he will. I'm not saying right this he second. Will. Like he will. He probably will right now eventually. he won't, but he will by, say, the, by the end of next they year. They got probably. Kuzma, Marcus Smart, R.J. Barrett, Kendrick Nunn, Michael Porter Jr., and several others. So yeah, a really strong face. In Young the guys. Youth. Yeah, but Young it's like a super yeah. strong face Con- in the youth. Converse is trying to do the same thing too. So which Converse is Nike? 
Yeah. But, you know, the lower end. So it's like it's like you got like Converse, like entry level Nike, you got Nike, you're doing well, and then you got Jordan brand. So that's like, where like now you get to that's work honestly work. where I would have seen if Lamelo wasn't tied in with Puma already. Jordan, Jordan that was my my well, guess. Jordan just got Zion. So you gotta think they they can only throw out so much money. That's also true. And um and Bam. Jordan didn't just get Bam. Really? I didn't even know that. Yeah, Word. I saw it on I saw it on Bam's Bam. on Bam's Instagram. That's, that's he was like awesome. good to be part of the Jumpman family. That's signing a lot of people. Well, in football too now. I yeah. I don't know about y'all, but I would cop a I would cop a Bam one or whatever whatever <laughs> his shoe gets called. I mean I mean if you look at Westbrook, like Westbrook's been part of Jordan Bam for a long time. He has the why nots, but they kinda hey. Yeah. Yeah. And then Zion doesn't have his own shoe yet, but he has his own like edition he, he of just, stuff. Just like just Tatum. Well, yeah, yeah, but what I'm saying like there's been players a part of Jordan Brand for a long time that don't get their own Jordan. They get they get their own Jordan exclusive colorways, but not like their own you know model. That's very true. That's very yeah. true. Yeah, but anyways, I think that uh, I get to go to bed now. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think that about wraps it up. There, probably, definitely stuff that we missed. Oh, of course. I was about to say there's been so much stuff that's been going on the past few days in the NBA. It's been nuts. One hundred percent. But that just leaves more for the next time that we talk about the NBA, which Should probably is be soon. <laughs> inevitable. I am inevitable. <laughs> wow, but anyways, <laughs> but anyways, if you're still watching this, we greatly appreciate your support and love. So if you aren't already, go head over to Instagram and check us out at slice.fl for our main page and for all of our main page stuff and the Slice Show podcast for the podcast page, any news, clips, and anything else that we end up posting on there. Anyways, with that, we will see you in the next one. Deuces! Peace.